Okay, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, everybody. Today is Wednesday, November the 10th, 2021, and I would like to thank you folks for uh, being patient, considering there was no crack in yesterday, not because there wasn't any news, but because I was uh, juggling a handful of different things pertaining to the show, and uh, as many of you know, Camden is still recovering very strongly and quickly, I would say, considering, you know, relative to what he had, a sinus infection, but again, you know, I just had to do a few things on my end and also uh, resolve that audio issue, so I'd like to thank you folks so much for your patience, but anyways, let's dive right into it, because there is a lot to cover all around the world pertaining to whether it's COVID, whether it's, you know, different military strategies, things like this, and Again, in some cases, even certain social events or topics that are very uh, widely controversial these days. So let's dive right into it. So first off, the judge in the Kyle Rittenhouse trial was screaming at the prosecutor saying, essentially, you know, why why did you uh, present uh, the um, the information the way that you did in this case? And the judge very strongly seems to be siding with Kyle Rittenhouse. A lot of people tend to disagree with that. Again, I'm going to be honest with you, folks. I I stayed away from the whole Kyle Rittenhouse thing for months now. Like, I mean, not just with Kyle Rittenhouse, but with others in general. I've stayed away from it, to tell you the truth. Um, And I say that because... Not that it's not important. I do think it is important when situations like this to be able to have a conversation and go through the legal process of understanding and deciphering what's right and what's self-defense and what isn't. But I'll be honest with you, folks. I've been so busy with the extraterrestrial, the paranormal, the whole, you know, uh, government cover-up sort of angle of things that I really, I deliberately and consciously chose not to focus on the Kyle Rittenhouse situation. For me, folks, I got to say, I personally, on a personal level, I may, maybe some of you may not like this, just my opinion. I do believe that he should be found not guilty relative to the footage that I've seen. Now, if there's something in, out of context that I'm missing within this particular case, I'd be more than happy for you folks to 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 enlighten me or fill me in. Uh, with that being said, though, again, it comes down to perspective. It's like, you know, with what happened with the OJ case or with so many other cases around the world or even just within North America. Or with even, for example, uh, George Floyd, right? It's the same idea. You're going to have people that are not happy either way. You're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. So that's why I don't like to spend too much time on it because you can extrapolate so strongly and forever. It's like, what's the point, right? But I understand from a social perspective why this would be uh, significant. The next thing is that Israel plans to hold war games tomorrow to, quote, prepare the country for the next coronavirus outbreak, end quote. The national operation is dubbed Omega Exercise, according to the Jerusalem Post. If the, I'm, I'm going to, I got to be consistent here. If the people are okay with it, then so be it. But again, the, the Israeli people, you know, the people of Israel, I, I don't mean to exaggerate here. What are they on their fourth jab? I'm not kidding. Something like you got to prove that you were fully vaccinated plus your, your third or fourth booster shot to go anywhere. So again, I mean, a lot of people argue very strongly, not the Jewish people, but a lot of the Zionist mentality is derivative of that of the bio uh, the pharmaceutical industry and big pharma uh, agenda. So we have to consider this, right? The next thing is that YouTube plans to hide dislike counts on all videos. They say the platform wants to curb creator harassment, they say, by hiding the dislike count. Recently, almost all videos published on the White House channel received far more dislikes than likes. I'm going to be honest, as someone that puts content out on YouTube, I, I, I want the dislikes. I want people to see when they disagree with me or disagree with the way I present information or something like this uh, more so than in other cases, right? Because I notice, right? I see when a, a video gets, you know, 10 dislikes uh, compared to two or three. I, I want that feedback. I really do. With that being said, does it really bug me? It, it concerns me in the sense of, again, you, we let them take an inch, we give them an inch, they take a mile. I understand, technically speaking, YouTube's a private corporation. They could do what they want. So again, it doesn't it doesn't directly affect me per se. From a social perspective, I really do think the dislikes should stay. Again, 
hopefully they bring him back, but I'm not, I'm not keeping my hope too strong in that regard. The next thing is that 111 container ships are now floating off the California ports waiting to be unloaded, which is a new record. I'm going to leave that there. There's, you know, deep connections to the members episodes and other things. I'm just going to leave that there. The next thing, think of that as you take that as you will, right? It's not for me to say what we could make of this. I mean, we do know what's going on. Well, allegedly with the shortages and things like that, but holy crap. The next thing is that Durham target Igor Dechenko pleads not guilty on charges of making false statements to the FBI in the Trump Russia probe. The trial is set for April 18th, 2022. Hey, when people have saying, where's Durham? Holy crap. It, it seems like, you know, again, one arrest. Okay, fine, whatever. But he seems to be moving. Let's see what happens. And I'm not saying that because it, personally, I tend to lean a little more conservative with certain things. And I, I will be honest with you folks about that. But, you know, uh, let's let's see how it plays out, as we always say, and we'll, we will be following up on it. The next thing is that U.S. consumer price inflation has jumped 6.2% year over year in October, the largest increase since 1990. Um, it would be 14% if the consumer price index were measured by the same metrics used by the government in, in 1980, analysts claim. We Look, we got to be consistent here. I don't know if there's one individual, one administration, one agency to blame. It, we could argue it's the whole corrupt, you know, rotten um, banking apparatus, uh, elite apparatus. Um, I mean, a lot of people say, you know, Trump flooded the stock market with cash last year or about a year and a half ago, just before COVID and especially during COVID for an, an inflated, uh, for inflated numbers and things like this to make the economy look good for the election. Again, I'm not saying that that is fact. I'm saying that that has been speculated and that's been observed very strongly in past months. We have to consider all these things, right? Whether it's Republican, Democrat, it, for me, it's not about that personally. It's, it's for me, it's what human caused the rest of the other humans that they're supposed to be quote unquote governing to get even further down the the uh, the rabbit hole in a in a shitty sense like the debt hole if you will um, the next thing is that German creditor DMSA is preparing insolvency proceedings against Evergrande and invites other bond investors to join. Um, Evergrande is on the brink of another formal default. There has been no word yet whether the Chinese real estate giant has met to, uh, yesterday's $148 million payment deadline. Okay, again, they can do it. This could be like another Lehman Brothers moment, right? Uh, let's see if the CCP, the government, the state uh, government is going to bail them out or how that, I'm not sure how the system works compared to, for example, how things worked back in 2007 and eight during the Wall Street, uh, the housing crisis back in the, in the States, right? So the next thing is that Germany's vaccination commi uh, commission, STIKO or S-T-I-K-O, now advises against Moderna for people under 30 years of age. This is my point, folks. Legitimate, legitimate concern could be raised here in this regard in the sense that, you know, if I, again, things take time to understand the side effects of. So again, I'm not trying to encourage people to get the vaccine, but I'm also not trying to discourage them. But from an attempted neutral stance I'm trying to take here, we look at this and we say, okay, what what if I had gotten the Moderna vaccine, you know, and, and I'm under 30, I fall right in there. And now all of a sudden, what they advise against it. You see what I'm saying here, folks, you see like why these legitimate concerns can't be brought up. The fact that they can't even be brought up in a public forum of any kind or of most kinds is very scary. And then you have the, the FDA executives or commissioners saying, well, we don't know unless we put them in the kids. So we got to, you know, don't quote me directly on that, but something along those lines, right? The next thing is that, um, quote-unquote whistleblowers, or in, rather informants, plan to play a key role in enforcing Biden's most far-reaching vaccine mandate, as OSHA does not have an army of inspectors, according to CBS. OSHA, OSHA ur urges workers to bring unsafe or unhealthy working conditions to the attention of their employers, if possible, or file a confidential safety complaint with OSHA. Interesting. Real funny how OSHA's abilities to limit the complaints of the vaccine side effects have been suppressed. But pertaining to this, it's no problem? 
Give me a fucking break. Give me. I'm sorry. And and by the way, I I apologize for the profanity, but it's not even about Republican, Democrat, vax, anti-vaccine, pro-vaccine. It's not about that. It's just about consistency. Where's the consistency? It's simple, at least in my eyes. And if I'm missing something, please let me know. The next thing is that China's Navy is now the largest maritime battle force on Earth, surpassing the U.S., according to a new Pentagon report. And a third aircraft carrier is set to sail as soon as February of next year. Again, it's tit for tat. Chinese, you know, military games, things like that. The only people that suffer are the innocent people in between. And if for those that are members, you've seen the recent Let's Get Banned early release about how, again, we see that war in a lot of ways is a stage and a theater. Because if they really wanted to mess with each other, they could cut those underwater cables that connect the banking infrastructures of the world. But God forbid they mess with the banking. But, you know, it's okay if we can blow shit up and destroy innocent people's lives. You see? The next thing is that Pfizer Pharma Giant posts a, quote, conspiracy-themed meme on Twitter, but disabled public replies. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Basically saying it was a, like a, a visual comic illustration, so essentially saying like the conspiracy theorists are nut jobs, whatever. Uh, the next thing is that Pelosi's January 6th select committee subpoenas 10 more former administration officials, including Kayleigh McEnany and Stephen Miller. It's tit for tat. Again, just like I said, when ba Steve Bannon was found in contempt of Congress, notice how two days after Bannon put out that teaser trailer with him and Epstein, that's him saying to those Congress members, I got dirt on you and I got way more than you might know. Because Jeff told me stuff. That's that's Bannon's way of sort of saying that. It's a chess game. It's a chess game. So, again, the... And by the way, people might say, oh, they don't issue subpoenas for nothing. Ah, if it's a game, sometimes they do. Again, they want us looking at that Republican-Democrat label. Let's look at that externally. It's humans playing games with other humans and using the media, the press, and the everyday working average Joe and Jane, so to speak, um, metaphor for man and woman, obviously, to, to get riled up but continue working continue their nine to five. You see what I'm saying? That's what they don't want you to break out of. The next thing is that France plans to build new nuclear reactors for the first time in decades. President Macron announces, look, it could be having to do with the Auckland thing. It could have, have to do with things that we don't even know about because the media, whether, you know, international, national, or what have you has not reported on it. So this is pure speculation as to why this is being done. Truthfully. I mean, again, I, 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 I don't trust anyone who says otherwise in terms of, oh, this is the exact reason why. And even if it is, there's got to be other uh, alter, um, alterations other than that, if, uh, if, if you want to know my opinion. The next thing is that the Pfizer CEO said we are targeted by, quote, a lot of dark organizations and we're getting briefings from the CIA and the FBI. Um, and he also said people who spread misinformation on the COVID vaccines are criminals, end quote, according to CNBC. Uh, and he also said have cost millions of lives. Don't get me started. Let's look more into and I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not going to touch that the because it just riles me up so much and I feel like it's a waste of breath time even for you folks who are listening or watching. The next thing is that Lithuania has declared a state of emergency on the border with Belarus effective from mid midnight last night as of the day I'm recording this. Again, they want to keep their border safe and things like that. I understand that. For me, it's quite simple. I don't see what the issue is here. And um, again, if there's people stuck on the other side that belong, that live in Lithuania, this is this is one this is one of the unfortunate issues and consequences of having um, uh, unst potentially unstable regions anywhere in the world. The next thing is that China's military conducts uh, has conducted combat readiness patrol near Taiwan Straits in response to quote secessionist activities end quote according to the communist state media. Yeah, bullshit. Anyways, I mean, it's, you can make up anything. I mean, I, yeah. 
uh, it's like a license to kill. The next thing is that uh, Gavin Newsom, uh, Newsom's deputy claims the California governor, Newsom himself, who is a climate crisis advocate, could not make it to the COP26 climate summit because he has young kids. The reason I wanted to report this story, folks, is because he disappeared literally hours after he got his booster. And, and again, he's the one who kept saying, you know, get the booster, get the booster. A lot of people are saying maybe he's sick. And here's the thing. If he's experiencing side effects from the booster, he's not going to want to show that publicly because it's going to look bad and it's going to discourage the public. So he's been on national TV every single day for the past 18 months, I think. And right after he got that booster, nope, no more press conferences temporarily on hold. Come on, what are the odds? You don't need to be a conspiracy theorist to see this. The next thing is that a man was reportedly found shot in the head at the reflecting pool on the mall near the Lincoln Memorial in D.C. The reason I wanted to bring this up, folks, is because we can talk about innocent people dying every day, but the tension is everywhere. If this is not a metaphor literally or, you know, an example, sorry, literally or metaphorically for how the tension is getting closer and closer to home, so to speak, meaning, you know, the political capital of America... What does that tell you? You know what I'm saying? The next thing is that there is a puzzling heart disease in football. An unusually large number of professional and amateur football players have collapsed recently, according to the Berliner Zeitung. I'm leaving that there. Take that as you will, folks. Uh, the next thing is that French health authority uh, Haas, no HAS, no longer recommends the Moderna COVID vaccine for people under 30 years of age. And again... My point exactly as to what I was saying a few minutes back. The next thing is that the Biden White House tells businesses to proceed with the vaccine mandate despite a court-ordered pause, according to CNBC. I believe this was the fifth court's, fifth circuit court, if I'm not mistaken, that said to pause this because it is overreaching. And they said, nah, just go on anyways, because it, my God, if Trump did that, again, we got to be consistent. They'd have a, the left would have a field day. They'd go nuts, like more nuts than they've ever done. They'd say, look at this authoritarian push, but the Biden administration does it and what, nothing? Let's call it as it is, right? Now, we could also argue, you know, the Biden administration is saying this because, you know, they know that they're going to win this case against the Fifth Circuit Court judges that ruled on this. But yeah, but go through the legal process. Don't don't say, yeah, just go ahead and do it. You're undermining, we can argue you're, you're undermining democracy in that regard, in pure theory, if you want to talk like that. So the next thing is that... Uh, Saudi Arabia's blanket ban on Lebanese imports is another blow to Lebanon's crippled economy, and some fear the squeeze could get worse. Look, it's possible. I don't rule this out. I'm not an analyst or an expert economist, and even then we're finding those people don't even know what they're talking about anyways. But I gotta gotta say, folks, I mean, I, I, I feel like this is a perfect example of an article, again, written by Al Jazeera, just trying to fill the space because it's a slow news day. That's just my opinion. But look, at the, at the end of the day, I'm not saying they made the story up. I'm just saying, you know, they sometimes they'll sensationalize for the sake of just having to get clicks that day. The next thing is that there's an uneasy calm in Baghdad after assassination attempt on the Iraqi prime minister. Protesters near Baghdad's green zone still dispute the election results days after a failed assassination attempt on Mustafa al-Kadimi. Again, it's what the people want. It, it's really about that. All, everything else is just a sideshow in terms of, you know, uh, I mean, really, t- technically speaking, an assassination attempt on the prime minister, things like this. You could argue, Dave, you know, it's a, it's a symbolic that, you know, it's a symbolic representation that, look, the, the people are trying to go for our country's leader. Yeah, well, to be fair, the West really helped destabilize Iraq. So, I mean, I, I'm going to be honest with you. We, we got to take, we here in the West got to take some of that blame. We, like I said, we got to be consistent. We have to be consistent. 
And again, if the people feel it's a farce election or something like this, again, we, they have to listen to the people, but Iraq has a lot of problems before they got, can even get to considering having a conversation about that, in my opinion. I hope I'm wrong, but... The next thing is that an aid group claims that four to 5,000 Afghans are crossing into Iran daily. The Norwegian Refugee Council says as many as 300,000 Afghans have crossed the border since the Taliban took power in August. Again, the question becomes, do we get involved or not? Even again, with Norway, Norwegian Wef Refugee Council. They say, you know, uh, that uh, four to 5,000 Afghans have crossed into Iran daily. Do we get involved or not? Is it our problem or not? And I genuinely ask that. I'm not trying to be sarcastic. The next thing is that Iran frees a Vietnamese tanker, the Vietnamese tanker seized after the U.S. Navy confrontation. The IRGC said it has thwarted an attempt by the U.S. Navy to steal Iranian oil by force in October. Again, we hear of the operations that don't do well. We don't hear of the ones that do do well. So I'm not trying to take the side of the West, but we got to be vigilant. The next thing is that the family of, murder, of a murdered Kenyan woman sues the UK army to demand answers. A British soldier reportedly confessed to killing Agnes Wanjiru and showed comrades where he dumped her body. Yeah, no, no, no. She, the, 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 the family has a right here. The, the, yeah, the, that's bad. That's real bad. The next thing, that's my opinion at least, the next thing is that the UN says Ethiopia has detained 72 drivers working for WFP. WFP stands for the World Food Program. The Ethiopian Human Rights Commission says that they're worried about mass arrests of Tigrayans, but the government denies ethnic profiling. I don't believe any single thing from either side unless I'm on the ground to tell you folks the truth. Because a lot of these NGOs and front, uh, you know, UN programs, they're fronts in a lot of regards. Some, sometimes they're legit with a little bit of spies in the, mixed in there, sort of like, you know, disinformation. You mix the truth with lies, so to speak. That's why I don't trust it. It's, it's not that I don't believe is I don't trust it. Simple. The next thing is that Bangladesh sentenced former Chief Justice to 11 years in jail. Surendra Kumar Sinha headed the Supreme Court when it ruled in 2017 that Parliament cannot sack judges, a move that was hailed by lawyers. Okay, I guess the, the people didn't want that and presuming this process was legitimate and there was no in, um, incursion respects to uh, some type of corruption. So be it. So be it. The next thing is that Cuba has accused the U.S. of destabilization ahead of opposition protests. Cuba saw rare public protests in July over rising living costs, food shortages, and the continuing U.S. embargo. Yeah. Uh, don't get me started on this, folks. I mean, the, the, the Cuba's also accused um, uh, the U.S. Of, of sort of fomenting their own sort of uh, Cuban Twitter to start a, to sort of create a, a coup, if you will, or, or rile things up by the, with uh, relative to the masses of the people protesting. Again, get out of there. Let them do their thing as a country. Like, th that's just my opinion. I know it's more complicated than that, but Jesus Christ, how long has the West been involved with these embargoes on Cuba? And these, these sanctions and all these things. Anyways, the next thing is that Panama's ex-president president gets a second acquittal in a phone-tapping case. Uh, Ricardo Martinelli was accused of wiretapping more than 150 people, including politicians and journalists. Listen, 150 is a lot of people. If you can prove it, then okay. But again, if, if the legal process was done correctly, there was no involvement of corruption, and he's been acquitted... That's the way it goes. That's just, again, that's the system that the people like, presuming the people like that system, and that's how it is. The next thing is that Mexico's uh, AMLO, President AMLO, proposes a global anti-poverty plan in his United Nations speech. The plan would help 750 million people who live on less than $2 a day have dignified lives, the Mexican president says. Good, good, it's good to see, but let's see if this actually translate, translates into something legitimate. I mean, that, that, that's what it comes down to. 
right? That, that's truly what it is. These guys can call for anything and everything as many times as they want, but what's really going to happen? The next thing is that Mexico's anti-money laundering chief resigns amid scandal. This is ironic. Authorities found 35000 in cash on a private plane carrying guests to Santiago Nieto's wedding in Guatemala. <laughs> I mean, kind of just a little giggle at that. The next thing is that Boris Johnson insists that the UK is not corrupt amid a row over MPs' second jobs. This is hilarious. Prime Minister Boris Johnson says the UK is not a corrupt country as Parliament is embroiled in scandal over some of the MPs' second jobs. It comes after Johnson last week tried and failed to change the rules on sanctioning errant MPs when another Tory MP, Owen Patterson, was found to have lobbied ministers for two firms that had him on the payroll. Yeah, they're supposed to represent the people, and they're getting bribed up the ass. Yeah, the, part, of my, part of my profanity. Yeah, you don't think that's a conflict of interest? Give me a break, come on. The, it's just like the, the guys that were at the head of the FDA are now on the board of Pfizer. What, that's not a conflict? Come on, that's not a conflict of interest? Are you kidding me? This is what people say when it's right in front of our faces relative to the, the dissemination of propaganda and constant creation and need for division to distract us from what's really happening. The next thing is that students defend protest against Israeli ambassador at LSE. LSE, excuse me, the British Home Secretary says she was disgusted by the treatment of Zipi Hotoveli, who was uh, jeered after, or, yeah, after she attended a debate at the London School of Economics. Yeah, I, th this is, again, going back to the whole Israel-Palestine thing. So I'm just going to leave that there. I don't mean to ramble on about that, especially as we're wrapping up with the with uh, some final point, uh, some final topics pertaining to what's going on globally. The next thing is that the Swedish prime minister has resigned, paving the way for a potential female leader. Stefan Lofvin, or Lofvin resigns, has resigned in a long-planned move with Magdalena Andersson on track to become the country's first female prime minister. Sure. Again, assuming it's legitimate, by all means. I, I got nothing wrong with that, uh, personally. Um, the next thing is that the Swedish... Uh, excuse me. Uh, the Myanmar military has been accused of blocking aid to displaced civilians. Fortify rights, says Myanmar army may have committed war crimes in arresting aid workers and destroying food stocks. Again... I, I feel very similar to this about Afghanistan relative to the opinion of Afghanistan. Should we be involved or not? Whether things are happening in a good way or a bad way, should we get involved or not? Genuine question. It's not for me to say, right? The next thing is that Afghanistan's ex-finance minister has blamed the government's fall on corrupt officials who invented, quote, ghost soldiers and took payments from the Taliban. Khalid Payenda told the BBC, um, this is the Afghanistan's ex-finance minister, told the BBC that most of the 300,000 troops and police on the government's books did not exist. He said the phantom personnel or the ghost personnel were added to official lists th so that generals could pocket their wages. Ah, what a surprise. And of course, the military industrial complex guys and the, the United States Army and all that, they're going to turn, a, the generals are going to turn a blind eye because they're getting rich too. Everyone's getting rich. Again, who are the only people that suffer? The everyday people, the innocent ones, the generals got rich on both sides, we could argue. Well, uh, guaranteed the Afghan side, but the contractors got rich for sure, skimming off the top, pocketing the profits, you name it. So take that as you will. The Duke of Sussex, Prince Harry, said he warned Twitter boss Jack Dorsey about political arrest in the U.S. just a day before the deadly January 6th riot. Okay, I don't want to. Just a day before January 6th. We're going to leave it at that. Um, and I say that because, again, not that I'm saying nothing. People didn't get hurt or people didn't die there. But again, it's very conflictual with respects to what happened there. So it's not for me to say either or. The next, uh, sorry, and I quote, I warned him 
His platform was allowing a coup to be staged, end quote. Prince Harry told uh, Wired, uh, the Wired tech forum in the U.S. Prince Harry also went on to say, quote, that email was sent the day before and then it happened and I haven't heard from him since, end quote, the Duke said. He was speaking at a session uh, discussing whether social media was contributing to misinformation and online hatred. Okay, my thing is this. I, I've taken a, a very relatively new stance on this and i'll end it at this and let you folks think about this and ponder this and maybe i'm missing context if i am please tell me if this is a very simpleton concept here but my thought process lately is okay everyone in the world has phones right people can call each other there's no like no governments don't ban people like ban people from calling other people but they're doing this with text messages with social media accounts and i get it the argument of their private companies yada yada okay let's put that aside for a second so if people didn't get together using Twitter or Facebook to do this coup on the 6th, alleged coup on the 6th, what they would have just called each other via phone. Now, the argument could be made to play devil's advocate, to be fair, that, you know, people would say, oh, well, Dave, you know, for example, it's easier to communicate on Facebook and Twitter than for people to call each other. I get that. But do you see the principle I'm trying to, st um, tr the point I'm trying to make here? So anyone who's a potential extremist from either side, far left, far right, what, you, should we start banning their phones now from calling people? Like, how much is enough? Where's the line? So, again, with that being said, folks, thank you so much for your patience and for this, uh, this sort of wrap-up of the news of the last 48 hours, and we'll catch all of you very, very soon. Cheers.